Well, Mr. Easton, if you will make me speak first, I suppose I must. Don't you ever recognize old friends when you meet them in the West? The young man roused himself sharply at the sound of her voice, seemed to struggle with a slight embarrassment which he threw off instantly, and then clasped her fingers with his left hand. Miss Fairchild, he said with a smile, I'll ask you to excuse the other hand. It's otherwise engaged just at present. He slightly raised his right hand, bound at the wrist by the shining bracelet of the left one of his companion. The glad look in the girl's eyes slowly changed to a bewildered horror. The glow faded from her cheeks. Her lips parted in a vague, relaxing distress. Easton, with a little laugh, as if amused, was about to speak again when the other forestalled him. The glum-faced man had been watching the girl's countenance with veiled glances from his keen, shrewd eyes. You'll excuse me for speaking, miss, but I see you're acquainted with the marshal here. If you'll ask him to speak a word for me when we get to the pen, he'll do it. And it'll make things easier for me there. He's taking me to Leavenworth Prison. It's seven years for counterfeiting. Oh, said the girl with a deep breath and returning colour. So that's what you're doing out here, a marshal? <laughs> My dear Miss Fairchild, said Easton calmly, I had to do something. Money has a way to take wings unto itself, and you know it takes money to keep step with our crowd in Washington. I saw this opening in the West and, well, a marshalship isn't quite as high a position as that of ambassador, but the ambassador, said the girl warmly, doesn't care anymore. He needn't ever have done so. You ought to know that. And so now you are one of these dashing Western heroes. And you ride and shoot and go on to all kinds of dangers. That's different from the Washington life. You have been missed from the old crowd. The girl's eyes, fascinated, went back, widening a little to rest upon the glittering handcuffs. Don't you worry about them, miss, said the older man. All marshals handcuff themselves to their prisoners to keep them from getting away. Mr. Easton knows his business. Will we see you again soon in Washington? asked the girl. Not soon, I think, said Easton. My butterfly days are over, I fear. I love the West, said the girl irrelevantly. Her eyes were shining softly. She looked away out the car window. 
She began to speak truly and simply without the gloss of style and manner. Mama and I often spent the summer in Denver. She went home a week ago because father was slightly ill. I could live and be happy in the West. I think the air here agrees with me. Money isn't everything. But people always misunderstand things and remain stupid. Say, Mr. Marshall, growled the glum-faced man. This isn't quite fair. I'm needing a drink and haven't had a smoke all day. Haven't you talked long enough?